I believe you find your purpose by working through the adversity that your life throws at you. I work with a dedicated group of people who are committed to serving humanity in this way while connecting to the energy of the angelic realm. They're called Earth Angels. I hope you enjoy this discourse I gave about how you find your purpose. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. Earth Angels. What is Earth Angels? You, 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 you are Earth Angels. Really, it's about celebrating what each of us has to offer. And what we have to offer is unique and formed by a number of intersecting things. The first thing that goes to what we can help others with, how do we be an earth angel? How do we make life better for someone else? And that's what our earth angels are really dedicated to. On the one hand, they study the mysteries of the angels and how angels interact with humanity and how they act as intermediaries between humanity and the infinite. So there's a sort of a mystical part of earth angels, but there's also a very practical, grounded, in the world part of earth angels, which is what they do every day that maybe no one knows about to make the world a better place. So how do you decide what's your earth angelness? Because we all have earth angelness. We all came here with a potential to be able to shine and let our light flow And when you do that, it feels fantastic. So the payoff for us is we get to experience bliss, happiness, and a really deep joy that kind of bubbles up and gives a certain lightness to us and a radiance to us. The first thing is karma, really. Your karma will determine what it is you have to offer. And it will determine the circumstances that was the growing field through which uh, maybe you met adversity Maybe you met challenge, maybe you met things going wrong and you had to go deep inside yourself and go beyond where you ever thought you'd be able to go in life to find more of you that you had to, when the going gets tough, the tough get going, you know, that thing. You have to stretch within you and find that next bit. We associate this um, in our culture a lot with sports people, particularly elite sports people, that they have to reach deeply within themselves to get that extra bit of speed, that extra bit of precision, the extra bit of teamwork or, you know, whatever it is they're doing, that sport is a place where we see people really going beyond um, to solve a problem, which is how to win the game in sport. But you know the quality I'm talking about, don't you? And so that same quality of being able to go deep within and find a reserve you didn't know you had is something that I think is something that happens in everyone's life sooner or later. When we think about the earth angels, I'm reminded of some people I know. For instance, I had the pleasure of meeting a lady in one of the classes I ran in California, in San Diego. And she was blessed with two children, both of whom ended up autistic. And so you can imagine what her earth angel mission has become. Because of karma, because of the way that life has dealt her cards, she feels a deep, deep 
yearning to do whatever it takes to make life better for her two boys. And sometimes only a mother's love will motivate you that much to work for a cause that other people are not working for at the moment or they're not doing it the way you see it could be done. They're not seeing the practicality of the situation. They're not seeing what it's like to live with two autistic children day in, day out. And so her becoming an advocate for people in that area was something that she fell into. It wasn't what she thought she was going to do with her life. This woman was a um, you know, university-educated career woman before she had a family and she thought she'd be raging up the corporate ladder and you know, on the board of a big company by the stage she's in now in her life. In fact, what she did is resign from her work to be the full-time carer for her boys who are going to need her for the foreseeable future for decades. They're going to need her. So her life took an unexpected twist. And so it happens to many of us that life takes an unexpected twist and it propels us to go into avenues of exploration that we may never have thought would be relevant to us. Who relates to what I'm saying? Yeah, there's so many hands going up in the room here. And I wonder if uh, on Facebook, you can also relate to this concept that I'm speaking of, of life putting you in the circumstance where you reach deep within and overcome some karmic situation. So all of us have karma. It derives from past incarnations that our soul has put another personality on earth some time ago. And even though it's not this personality, not even this personality, and yet we have to deal with all the crap from this other personality that got put on earth that we don't even know anything about. I mean, hardly sounds fair, does it? However, fairness depends upon your perspective, doesn't it? What's fair depends on where you're standing. So if you had the consciousness of your higher soul, your higher soul is interested in understanding what it feels like to give and what it feels like to receive. It's interested in the law of flow and embodying that flow. That's what your soul's interested in. It's interested in learning and wisdom. And so if your soul in one life creates a personality extension that gives all that and receives all that, then in another incarnation, it will swap it. It will swap it completely so that you get to be on the other side. And then after time, after time, after time, we get to uh, redeem the bad bits. So I love the Christian message of redemption, actually. I think it really fits with what I'm saying, that when we first start dealing with problems, sometimes we get swamped by the problem. Instead of finding our earth angel, we find despair, depression, defeat. We just can't get around this problem. We don't know what to do with the problem. Very often, the place we go, blame, blame, judgment, so that that way we don't ever get to have to to come to terms with things. We can just spend our life being angry, spend our life being resentful. And even though we may say that we're working for a cause from that kind of consciousness, we're probably undermining the cause as much as we're helping the cause because energetically we're coming from a place of often hatred, often, and you know what I'm saying, it's, it's probably not going to end well. And I'm not saying we don't need activists, of course we do. As spiritual people, I'm really talking about what we can do spiritually in our own lives to lighten burdens. So the lady I'm talking about in America uh, with the two autistic children, 
She at first went through the phase of being very angry about things and I'm sure it gave her the fire in the belly to get started with her mission. But that isn't where she's coming from now. She's coming from deep love and acceptance and from the deep yearning that is connected to the divine to be able to make um, substantive changes. And she has already uh, helped a whole lot of people who are in similar situations to herself. So she's my pin-up person of an earth angel, if you see what I mean. One of the reasons that we pursue spirituality is to find this quality within ourselves that we would probably associate with the angels. With my meditations on the angels over many years, I've found them to be bringers of bliss and also strength, that there's a strength and it feels like you're being wrapped in a blanket of something that stops you worrying when you connect with the angels. Do you relate to what I'm saying? So there's that aspect of being able to call on that kind of help. And when we call on that kind of help, we can't help but be slightly changed by the call we made. We've asked for help. It's come in the form of angelic assistance and a little bit of the quality of the angels that helped us kind of flows into us through the semi-permeable membranes of our subtle bodies. You know, it's not, um, it's not a gross thing, it's a subtle thing as a flavour comes into us of the angel's energy and it lifts us up. So we have karma and then we have opportunity. And what opportunity do you have in your life to be a bringer of that kind of angelic quality, which by the way, your soul itself in the pure core essence of your soul is of itself of an angelic quality, a different stream of angels to the ones we just were singing to. They were the archangels. We're talking about human souls. But they too are made of light. They too have a sound and a geometry to the light that is unique in all creation, just like the angels do. So when we start to use our spirituality to connect in this way with our own soul, with angelic beings, it's like, well, what are we going to do with all that? Sooner or later, we're going to feel like helping other people because the transformation in our heart will take place, which is another part of this whole process, is that if the heart was closed, if the heart was full of resentment or bitterness or blame or judgment, any of these things that can really clog up our heart, then time and few reincarnations is going to fix that. You know, sooner or later, we're going to go, you know what? I don't want to carry this blackness in my heart anymore. I don't want to have all this goop sitting inside me. I want to let it go. And when we let it go and the heart opens and the love blazes, we feel like suddenly there's a whole other set of possibilities for life. Has anyone had that experience? Do you relate to what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. So, so far we've got what our karma is, what the opportunities bring. We've got our heart opening the heart and falling into love, really falling into love. In my experience, the help of a teacher in the falling into love has been invaluable. And uh, the guru principle itself is about love. It's about how do you awaken the dormant energy of love and how do you let that uh, love permeate your life. And when you do, then you're naturally going to want to share that love. And we share that love with our family and friends, but we also sometimes feel very much that we have a purpose, a a sense of destiny, a sense of, well, I'm here to do something. And finding what that is, is such a relief. Is there anyone who has been searching for that but hasn't quite found it yet? 
Yeah, lots of hands going up. What about people who have searched and found? Yep, great. So there's lots of hands going up. Either way, this sense of mission, destiny, purpose, it's in us. It's in from our soul. It's, it's given to us before we're born. So where we see the need will be where we become an earth angel, where we see the need. And by the time we perceive that need, we may not think we're ready, but we'll probably have some skills that are relevant to helping meet that need. And what I've noticed with people that I've had the pleasure of interacting with over many years is that people's whole life experience, everything they've ever learned becomes relevant to their mission. And so like Shiva and I, you know, we were lawyers and you'd think, well, how's, how's being a lawyer relevant to being a spiritual teacher and a healer? But there's so much I learned in law that's helped me uh, with this career. For instance, being able to get in, up in front of people and speak without freaking out. I used to freak out, but luckily I got rid of all those nerves when I was still in that other profession. The capacity to analyse things, to, um, you know, to deal with very large, complex bodies of information and file them in a way that, and, and spiritual law too. I love spiritual law and being able to apply spiritual law to the situations that I have in front of me. So I feel like even though everything's changed, some of it hasn't changed at all, I'm still being a lawyer, but a spiritual lawyer. So what's my career path going to be? It's going to be helping people to understand what the spiritual laws are and empowering them to be able to embody them in their life. Well, that's probably my mission. That has a lot to do with consciousness, something I'm fascinated with and I'm just as passionate about human consciousness and its evolution as when I first started and first put my hands in someone's energy field and perceived things that no one had told me. And I was so shocked. How did I know this stuff? Well, your soul knows. So that's my mission. And even though there are many other worthy things in the world that need people's time and attention, if I divert myself from my mission to go and, you know, help that person with their mission I can help them a bit, but I'll help them in the way of consciousness. I'll help them open their heart. I'll help them find uh, where their karmic blocks are and release them. And I'll help them love more than they've ever loved before. And that's the help I can give them because that is empowering and enabling for those people to go and do their mission. But should I be doing their mission? No, because that's their mission. If you feel it in your heart, that's your mission. That's what you're meant to be helping with in some way. Does that make sense? But none of us are here to solve every problem and we're not really here to rescue others because the energy of rescuing gets very messy. Who's ever tried to rescue people and it's gone wrong? Horribly pear-shaped. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) when you have a bit of an understanding about how you can help, how you can make a difference, then you find guides, teachers, mentors who can assist you to do it better. And spiritual um, mentoring, having a guru, rishi, saint, sage, priest that you check in with that can help you by giving you blessings to open up your energy, to open your chakras, to let consciousness flow in new ways through you and to help you overcome your fear. And that's really what I understand guru to be, not to tell you how to run your life, not to tell you what to do with your mission, but to say, hey, um, I can help you release that fear. I can help you believe in yourself. I can help you 
to go to a whole new level in what you think you can do. I can help you banish your fears and get rid of your negative thoughts. And I can help you to open to the joy that you're going to find when the soul starts shining through and the angel part of you is evident. And then the earth part, what are you going to do with it? Because doing something with it will complete you. It will make you feel better than you've ever felt. And the satisfaction of seeing the joy on someone's face when you have genuinely helped them, not rescued them, helped them, enabled them, is worth it. It just is worth it. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favourite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Daddy,